0: Welcome to Utah Famous, a podcast about the people, places, and history that make Utah so unexpectedly awesome. I'm Sarah. I'm a Utah transplant
1: with Canadian roots. And I'm Jordan, and I'm a Beehive State native. Hey, Jordan. Hi, Sarah. How's it going? <laughs> Good. It's been a while. It's been a while. We took a nice long break. Did you have a good Christmas and New Year's? I did. You know,
0: even considering COVID and stuff, we had a really good Christmas. But yeah, how about you
1: guys? Awesome. Yeah, we did too. We have, I think we're still going for through like kits and random things that the kids got that I asked for things that were like disposable. <laughs> so like <laughs> yes. crafting kits, baking right. kits whatever and um we still have a couple that they haven't opened and it's been kind of fun oh, to ran- nice. to randomly be like oh let's go let's go do that there's like these little japanese kits that you can make like miniature f- food with it's usually like oh, nice. a dessert yeah. thing that looks like a panda or something. <laughs> and right, right. We haven't quite dove into those ones yet because I think I have to look up the instructions online because the packaging is all in Japanese. Oh, yeah. Anyway, those will be fun when we, we get around to them. But, yeah, it was a nice little break, well, from the podcast, from kind of, you yeah. know, usually the holidays were, like, rushing around, doing, you know, different parties and different things. And not having yeah. that this year was kind of nice to just... Hang out with the immediate family and... Yeah. Yeah. A little more low-key, but still good. Yeah,
0: totally. Well, this week, our, our episode, in quotes, <laughs> is coming to everyone via the... Our brother this podcast. Is yeah, our brother podcast, This Is A Place. Um, and yeah, we did an interview with them and chatted a little bit more about... Allen Park slash Hobbitville.
1: Yeah, we wanted to share a place that we had been to that people can go to now during COVID and even yes. during the winter, just check, double check the hours. But And they just do places mostly.
0: Right. And so that was a place that we had been to and talked about already. So it was kind of fun to
1: share our experience with that. Yeah, yeah. And it was fun to talk to them and like ask them about why they started the podcast. And they're like two dads that wanted something to do kind of like we were. (laughs) (laughs) We're... Yeah, that's why they're our brother podcast. Yeah, because they are the male versions of us. (laughs) Totally. And their podcast is really fun. They have like interviewed restaurant owners and kind of more I feel like you know we kind of go back in the history a little bit more and they kind of do I mean they do both but it's fun to hear from like local business people and that sort of thing so definitely go check them out um but Sarah we forgot to say that January 4th was Utah's birthday uh that's right 125 years
0: yeah yeah of Utah statehood. Yeah, that happened. I'm pretty sure had it not been COVID, they would have had a gathering of sorts. I think there were fireworks up at the Capitol, and a lot of local music groups performed, um, that kind of thing, but yeah, it's kind of crazy. 125 years. Yeah, very cool. Of Utah statehood. Also Not still so too young. Shabby. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> like a, Only a baby. 125 years. Yeah. yeah. Yes, we didn't want to miss wishing Utah. happy birthday
1: yes so what a better way to celebrate than the brother and sister podcast about utah coming together (laughs) start of the year (laughs) yes kicking it off right yep 2021 don't give up on us now
0: yes please come through (laughs) so yeah everyone uh, we hope you enjoy this episode and definitely check their podcast out um but yeah enjoy
2: Thank you for listening to this is a place podcast. My name is Brandon and I'm Nate and we are joined by two people that are a lot more famous here in Utah than we are. Utah <laughs> famous.
1: <laughs> That's <Hello>. us. Yes. <laughs> we're 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 not really Utah famous, but No. <laughs> but <we are> <laughs> <laughs> Wait,
3: take it back.
1: <laughs> we are not. No. <laughs> but but we're is... we know a lot about Utah famous things, so.
2: Yes. And you do a good job of it on your podcast that you do. But this <laughs> has been a long time coming. We've talked back and forth for the last couple months. And finally, you guys are our sister podcast. Mm-hmm. We always joke about, like I'll say to Nate, oh, the, the girl version of our podcast did this episode or whatever. <laughs> and so that's how we finally have connected now. So we're excited about it
1: yeah we're excited we when we heard that you guys were doing the podcast too um well i i think we both immediately subscribed and we're excited to hear the places that you guys went to and it's been fun to hear you guys do episodes like you did like the dumb and dumber one we had talked about dumb and dumber and what things you pulled out of you know researching about that so um it's been fun and your intro song is amazing I mean, we have the Osmonds, but your guys's is great. And then your uh, Christmas one was also perfect. So.
2: Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it was, yeah, it just kind of came together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nate's, Nate's the good writer. He but always comes up
3: with these things. I don't know words to songs ever. And so I just make them up. So I'm used to just making up random. Songs and (laughs) words drives my wife crazy. She's like, that's that's not the way it goes. I'm like, I know. (laughs) I never said it was.
4: But
3: but do you guys want to introduce I say what your names are and kind of introduce yourselves and how you got started with your podcast?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um, my name is Sarah Champion, and I on our podcast, I am the Utah Transplant with Canadian roots. I grew up in Canada. Um, I moved here in high school, went to Orem High in Orem, Utah. Um, and then Jordan and I, well,
1: I'll let Jordan introduce herself and then we can talk about how we met. Um, I'm Jordan and yeah, I've born and raised in Utah. I lived in New York for about two years, um, like five years ago. And, uh, yeah, I've been here, born and raised, born in, uh, I guess, I was actually born technically in Utah County, but I grew up in Farmington, and now I'm in Salt Lake, and yeah, Sarah, well, Sarah and I met at UVU, <laughs> do you want to say it? <laughs> no, go for it. We met at UVU, we both did graphic design, um, and kind of became friends through that, Sarah also had lived in New York for a while, so we bonded over that, our girls are the same age, and... uh We were kind of just, you know, stay at home, work from home, freelance moms. then we decided to, well, actually, Sarah came up with the concept of Utah Famous. Yeah. Well, I
0: kind of, I knew I wanted to do a podcast and I knew that Jordan already did a podcast
1: with her husband, Daniel. Mm -hmm. Oh, you do another one? I did another one during the 2016 election. It was called Campaign Critique. It's oh. still up. I think you could find it. It's like it was fun. We just went through all of the because at the that year it was like a million people were running for office um okay. for Republicans and so we went through both sides and we looked at all their campaigns through like a marketing and design standpoint and like non bias as much as we could be um and we actually were almost gonna do it again for um 2020 but I'm kind of glad we didn't, but it was a really fun to kind of look at everything like from how they were approaching just all of it. If they did their social well, if their logos looked good and um, all of that. So that was fun. So we had, a yeah, we had gone through that and that was my experience.
0: Yeah. So because she had that experience, I was like, oh, maybe Jordan would want to do a podcast with me. (laughs) And so I kind of just had an idea to do. Utah Famous, I wanted, because like it was 2019 and everyone's doing a podcast, obviously. Um, and most people are doing like pop culture podcasts and with these really wide audiences. And I kind of wanted to do something with a smaller audience, more niche and, and like something that pe- local people would be interested in um, and something that was interesting to us as well. And so I kind of approached Jordan with that, and she luckily was on board. Um, And so, yeah, here we are.
2: Over a year later now at this point for you guys. Yeah,
0: which is kind of crazy, but it's been a lot of fun for us, I think. And so that's the motivator for this. Like, It's obviously not pulling in money or (laughs) tons of listeners, but it's just fun for us, so.
1: Yeah. And we've explored, I mean, Sarah's explored more of Utah than I have since we started, but we've both done a lot of fun things that we probably wouldn't have done. And then of course, when like 2020 came around and everything kind of shut down, it was fun to kind of escape that a little bit and focus on these different places and people. And then, you know, we went to the spiral jetty and like you guys just kind of going places that maybe you wouldn't have gone before, and it's been a nice distraction, I think
0: you guys go to obviously a lot more places than
1: we do, yeah your your is as on places we've done places, we've done people, different history, like all Utah um, stuff, yeah, kind yeah. of more more broad, but yeah, why did you guys i maybe you've already had an episode and I missed it, but why did you guys kind of start?
3: yeah, I don't know if I really know the story anymore <laughs> well the the story is what happened is I you mentioned you'd want there's a new trampoline park. Oh, by yeah. Our house what it was in Jordan landing. And he said, it'd be fun to go over there. And I'm like, heck yeah. Like I would do it. <laughs> I don't need my kids to go to a trampoline park. And <laughs> you took me serious. I said, let's go. And then I think that kind of evolved into, he was listening to podcasts. I'm not a millennial, so I'm not <laughs> super familiar <laughs> with the podcast game, but he was talking about podcasts and how we should do one. Right. Yeah. And
2: I actually remember the exact moment I was like, well, I've always wanted to do a podcast. But I was like, we should just do a podcast and talk about these dumb things we do. Like, we're two adult men at a trampoline park on a Tuesday afternoon. (laughs) Like, we should just talk about this.
3: Yeah. yeah. Because
2: everybody wants to hear about it. So um, it was kind of just a fun. It took us a while to get going because that was actually in, what, April of 2019? Probably May of 2019 when we talked about that and we finally launched it. March of yeah. 2020, the best year to, to start a <laughs> the podcast best month you to too.
1: Look. You really yeah. picked a good one.
2: <laughs> In one of our early episodes, we even joked about the coronavirus, like, "Oh yeah, there's this little virus that's coming." <laughs>
3: <laughs> little did we know. <laughs>
0: that's what's funny. I think because doing a podcast now, like you can kind of look back and be like, "Oh, this was before coronavirus." <laughs> like we have this little history of us. Talking about it and dealing with it, which is kind of interesting, you know, yeah. a little piece of history. It's and like Sarah journal. and I
1: were usually in the same uh, room recording and we yeah. just had the one mic. And then this happened and we were like, OK, well, let's get two mics. And how do we record? You know, we barely yeah. know what we're doing, but it's like, how do we record <laughs> when you're at one house and I'm here? And yeah. anyway, so it's been it's a weird. And I it, and I was like, do we even get two mics because... Like this might only last a couple weeks, you know, (laughs) like, is it really worth the investment? And, um, and anyway, so it's, it's worked, it's worked out. I'm glad we got the two mics, but it's, uh, it was just so funny how we just had to adapt and had no idea that was going to happen.
0: we like, haven't really seen each other much, like every few months we see each other in person. So it's kind of weird.
1: Yeah, it is kind of, it is totally weird.
3: But just the the truth to be told, the reason we really, the real reason why we did the podcast was just an excuse for us to hang out and yeah, not have the wives it. get mad at us. Because when we want to go do something fun, like it's for the podcast. <laughs> it's we, research. Like, I don't want to go, honey. I really want to stay home with you, but <laughs> for <the podcast. laughs> it's for the podcast.
1: Our tens of of followers are demanding that we go check out this place. We exactly. have to go. Mm-hmm. We have just, to. Yeah. yeah,
3: yeah, and we can
2: say that everybody's requesting certain places, and nobody needs to know. No one.
1: And no one's it's, checking. Just, it's just yeah. what we
2: want to do. And we're going to, that's going to be our excuse.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So it's really just an excuse, our podcast to, to go to places <laughs> and kind of what uh, uh, I think Jordan said earlier that Sarah's gone to all of these places that she's never been before. And yeah. I've been here my whole life and it's the same thing. It's like, there's all these places that you always think about going, but yep. there's nothing that really shoves you out the door to do it. Right. And now yeah. this is the excuse to get out and see places um, which could be a segue into what we're talking about today right
1: yeah yeah
2: so we uh kind of talked back with and forth with you guys and decided on allen park or as it's also known hobbitville
1: yeah did you guys have you guys lived closer to hobbitville in like high school in that perfect Mm -hmm. age than we did had you guys visited it or knew the lore or was that like a thing at your high school
3: no it was it's like all the other urban legends like around town um so my one experience with it in high school was somebody talked about it when we were driving around and said let's go visit so a couple guys couple girls you know like you do in high school right trying to be all macho and stuff and (laughs) so we we drove over there if i can recall so this is Back in like 97, 96, 97, got to the entrance and we're pulling in the park, and the girls just started flipping out and (laughs) had bad feelings and thought we were gonna die. And so that was me. As
4: far as we got, we just
3: basically did a 180 turnabout in the driveway and drove off. So that's as close as I got until a few weeks ago. So,
2: and now you can go there and it's not, you won't get in trouble, Mm
1: -hmm. not
2: trespassing.
1: Yeah, those tr- no trespassing signs are down now. I myself
2: um, have always been a, how do you say it? I don't want to say a wimp. I, I've, <laughs> about, always, I've always I've always been a rule follower. <laughs> I've always wanted to follow the rules. So for me going to a place like Hobbitville, while well, I heard about it, I was like, oh, it would be so cool to go there and see the little people or whatever <laughs> we mm-hmm. thought was actually happening there, but mm-hmm. never got around to it. The most rebellious thing I went was to the rope swing. Did, do you guys? Did you ever know about the rope swing? I Guess you probably didn't so. grow up in the Salt Lake area, but there was always a rope swing that you could go to. It, it was over by shoot the tube. Have you done that before? No. You don't know what shoot the tube is? No. I've heard. I
1: have heard of shoot the tube. Is okay. that like donut? No, it's not donut falls. Where is it? Is it in the canyons? Somewhere? It's
2: uh. What's that? There's a is park that? over there.
1: It's like a canal, like just like a man made canal or something. Do you yeah. go like are I you know under about
2: this? I've
1: heard of it, but he's like, I'm not doing that.
2: Man. Well, I'm probably the one that wouldn't do it, he'd be down for it, but I'd be like, No, <laughs> no, we're not supposed to go there. There's a rope swing there, by a bit? like when he tried to break into Raging Waters, I was like, No, no, we're gonna get in trouble. <laughs> right. It would have been really easy, by the way. Anyway, sorry, I got us off track. No, I've never been to Hobbit, <laughs> We do this a lot. Short answer, <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, I had never, I, well, I did the same thing. I drove, we drove up to it and then like lights came on and someone came to the window. And in my mind, it was a little person and <laughs> it wasn't, but it looked really small from where we were. And then, um, and we backed out and we were too scared. Sarah had never, had no. heard of it? I don't know
0: if I heard about it in high school, um, but I think, yeah, I was maybe in my 20s when I heard about it first, but never been there. And then Jordan did an episode on our podcast about it.
1: Yeah, the history of it which it has a really interesting history and I wrote down a couple notes. I I went back and listened to it cuz I had forgotten. <laughs> I don't know if you guys do that where you're like what episodes have we done? Mm-hmm. What's going on? Um but it's
2: a good time to do it because you did the episode if I recall right before they I don't know if it was was it before they announced that they were going to buy it? It had or... been
1: announced, but it was like, I don't think there was an opening date yet. Uh-huh. And then uh, COVID happened and it slowed it down. Uh, and so I don't think we even announced on that episode that it had opened until later in the year. Because I think it wasn't until like October mm-hmm. of 2020. Um, but it had been announced that it was being purchased by the city. Uh, but yeah, the history is really cool. Um Basically, Dr. Allen, he was a physician. This is like in 1931, so Great Depression. He purchased this, uh, about eight, eight acres and, uh, he was super interested in animals. He had like a crazy collection of birds and he, so he had all of these cages around there and, and, um, and, he helped a lot of people that couldn't uh, afford to pay him. And so they would, you know, help work on this farm with him and his, and his family, or they would donate like random log cabins or help him move these cabins. So people, so more people could live there and rent is basically how he was subsidizing, helping people that couldn't afford to pay him Mm -hmm. and how he could um, make some money. So anyway, all of these like little cabins started like, collecting there and they were you know they're from the 1800s and they were um kind of already falling apart but um they had i can't remember i think they had like 30 houses there behind their main log log cabin and um anyway he was part of the zoological society he was like the president and he helped start the hogle zoo and the tracy aviary and one of my favorite parts about his story was to advertise for that he would get like a mountain like a baby mountain lion on a leash and like walk up and down um the street like downtown and just be like just yeah just (laughs) like of course he would also we had just watched when i listened to the episode we had just watched tiger king (laughs) 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 we were like he was like the original tiger king that actually had like a soul and cared about the animals and cared <laughs> about people but anyway so like he would he would walk the animals up and down and the so cool. uh, downtown and people would be like what are you know what are you doing and that was how he advertised for hogle zoo but it was like one of the best zoos in the west at the time which was, is pretty cool because i mean i think it's, this, it's a cool zoo now but i didn't know it was uh so cool back then um Anyway, uh, and occasionally he would borrow the animals from the zoo and bring them onto property. So at Allen Park, he had once had an elephant hang out there for a couple days. He had um, some reindeer. He brought back like a chimpanzee. Anyway, they always just had animals and um, kind of craziness. But something Sarah and I realized when we were there, which we can go, we'll go through that. But the the road that goes back there is really like rocky and kind of crazy. And I forgot this part until I re listened to our episode to get ready for this one. Um, they couldn't, you know, he didn't have a lot of money. His client his patients weren't paying him. Um, so he would, if there was any road construction going on, he would go talk to the construction workers and be like, if you have any extra asphalt, well, you just bring it by. Hmm. So the daughter remembers like running out really fast with like a rake and like spreading it. And the, and the doctor driving his truck up and down to like flatten the asphalt. So they just like made, everything is just very like homemade and piecemeal. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, which when you go to see it, <laughs> I can like picture all of that happening. So You'll anyway, understand this, if you go, yes. Yeah. Yes. So the story is just kind of crazy. And then obviously, um, well, Dr. Allen passed away in 1961. And I think his wife and his children tried to maintain it, you know, the best they could. And then eventually, um, well, eventually it was for sale. I'm not sure if there was a second owner, uh, but it was for sale. And I think Sugar House didn't, you know, they didn't want developments to be popping up in that area. So they asked the city to purchase it, which they did. And then it just opened, yeah, in October. And Sarah and I went and it was really it was really cool to go through it and you can totally see why kids thought it was haunted. I mean there's all those mosaics and like yeah. little poems that he had mm-hmm. um put on different rock formations and
4: mm-hmm.
1: and then the road that is like I mean I don't know how how long it's been so <laughs> yeah, like it's not torn in good up. shape at all. <laughs> but that adds to the the experience if you're trying to drive through there at nighttime in your little beat up, you know, high school car, Uh,
4: (laughs) but it was really
1: cool. It was really cool to walk through. And I didn't know, I didn't realize how, I mean, I think Sarah, you were surprised to it, like how far back it went and all the houses and. Yeah. And
0: they, when they opened the park, they basically just put like a fence up, I don't think they did anything else. Like obviously they didn't fix the pavement they definitely don't want people going to the houses that look like they are about to like blow over um but yeah, it was very interesting going there and just seeing what you've heard so much about,
1: and I don't know, it was just kind of weird, yeah <laughs> kind of there's, interesting. there's like thirty I guess there's like thirty different artwork mosaics that are around, and um. They almost look like headstones. You know, they're just like these weird yeah. little rocks everywhere. And then they have like, in one in the in the main area, they have a big fountain that it, it's not. It wasn't running when we were there. Maybe no, it was empty. It, yeah. Um, I mean, like and the it looks like it
2: to run a fountain.
1: Yeah, and it looked like it yeah. needed. I don't think it could run. I don't it was think pretty it worked. Yeah, and, no. <laughs> yeah, but it looks cool. Like I think he made it. I don't know, or maybe someone donated yeah, it to it, pay him or whatever, yeah. but. It's everything is kind of handmade.
3: So I think there's um, a sign in there that talks about how there was either a construction company or material construction company nearby. And the wife would go dig through the dumpster and they had all these concrete things. And that's how she would make. uh, I think that's like towards the the mosaics and stuff. Yeah. That's why they're all kind of hodgepodge and not, you know, all different.
0: Yeah. And there's still peacocks there.
3: Mm-hmm. We saw, really? I think yeah, there's cool. like two
0: or three. We saw one when we were there. And then we chatted with the like security guard guy. Was there, told... was, the, was the
3: car there? The security car?
0: Yeah. There was one parked like
3: right at the gate, but there was nobody yeah. around. So, so he was it's kind it's of walking
0: around when okay. we were there. But he had like he was very personable and just wanted to talk and talk and talk. So if you go there, talk to the security guard guy. If it's the same guy, but he told us
1: all sorts of stories. Yeah, about like ghosts. Yeah, and... we asked if it was haunted. He, yeah, um, yeah There's like a now. well. Did mm-hmm. yeah, and he talked about the well maybe being haunted and you know people that had visited that maybe were like mediums or something and felt just felt weird energies by the well and so i mean he probably was just spreading lore but yeah i was totally buying it because it was a good story for sure but um yeah he's he was he was a character that was fun to to chat with him and we asked him about like what their plans were for like cleaning up and i don't remember what he said i don't know if there's like i i, I they want to redo the the main Scandinavian style log cabin that was the allens main house it's like the the biggest one when you walk in but uh that to be like a visitor center but it didn't i don't know if there was there's like plans to do that very soon yeah. and probably maybe with covid and everything that got you know Changed, But that was like the original plan is to make that a visitor center. And then all the other little houses, the ones that were sal- salvageable, make into like uh, research centers or like education areas for like, I think, focus on birds mostly because that mm-hmm. was kind of the start of it all. Um, but I don't know. The houses were I mean, they were they were definitely cool. I don't know. Mm hmm. How much it would take to i mean some of them i don't think ever had electricity or running water um so i don't know how much it would take to to get all those up and running but it would be cool to go inside some of those
3: yeah that would be cool and some of them most of them look like they were kind of duplex style right Mm -hmm. yeah it was two units per property
1: they Mm -hmm. talked about how some they would just some of them might maybe were built to be duplexes some of them they just like kind of forced to be duplexes. So like, sometimes they wouldn't fit together very well, but they would just like make it happen. And so some of them do definitely look a little bit funky and you can see where they kind of, it was just two houses put together, but, um, there were a couple in the back that reminded me of like Southern, like, I don't know, homes you would find on the beach that had like a screened front porch and, they weren't like log cabin style. I mean, they were very old and run down, but they seemed a l- little bit I'd, like, I don't know where they came from, <laughs> but that Interesting was. Interesting about yeah. the that peacocks.
2: Really Cause that's, I mean, there's peacock, it seems like there's peacocks everywhere at the zoo, right? And lagoon. And lagoon. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. where do peacocks even come from? I haven't, I haven't even thought about that. Are they native to Utah? Heaven.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. <are> little drops <laughs> <Like> from heaven. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but it's, it's interesting to see that correlation, at least how much of a hand he had in the zoo. And then you can see that in
3: the peacocks. Well, and in the park, there's a, I don't remember if it was st- uh sign or what it was, but it says this Creek or river, whatever. If you follow it all the way up, you know, East, it will, you'll land at, this is the place, Heritage yeah. Park. Yeah. And, and Amar- that was goes Amar- past Amar- the zoo. Oh,
4: yeah.
3: yeah. So
1: yeah.
3: Interesting. It says like from here like two miles to this is the place.
1: yeah, they in the article they were referring to it as Immigration Creek and so but I guess I didn't think about it being part of Immigration Canyon <laughs> but yeah, it w- would probably go all the way up there.
3: yeah there's hmm. something there was a sign or something that said that because the lady I was with um, mentioned that she goes, isn't that that park that Brigham Young said something like yeah she was from <laughs> Dallas. So, yeah, that's how we. I went to the park a few weeks ago. Was um, one of my uh, agents in Dallas-Fort Worth. She came out to visit, and we were going through the Salt Lake City cemetery and talking about all the urban legends there. And she goes, "Are there any other legends?" And I said, "Hobbitville." And she's like, "Oh yeah, we're going there." <laughs> I'm like, "I've never been there, so yeah, let's go check it out." So, well, Jordan, you talked about how you know it
2: he would have people do jobs for him to kind of offset their pay. But you didn't mention one of the most important jobs he had someone do was I heard there was a story where one of the tenants uh, there was this ring that had to be destroyed.
3: And so it was Rudy had to help him. What Rudy, Rudy. Yeah football player Rudy? Sean Aston. Oh my gosh, Brandon. She oh, got yeah. it. Oh, Holy man. cow. <laughs> I'm like,
0: what are you talking
3: about, Rudy? I'm talking about Lord of the Rings. Are you looking to do another podcast? Somebody that understands my <laughs> jokes?
1: <laughs> Sarah's got it. I got it. Thanks,
0: Thanks all right.
3: Sarah. All right. To- totally you're ruined welcome. my joke. <laughs> Sorry.
2: But that's one of the things that interests me most. I'm always interested in, like, where did the whole Hobbitville come from? Did you find that in any of your research at all?
1: It, there wasn't anything that was like this is the st- the story. What I it seems to be, um, is that those lo- like the log cabins are small. You know, if you think of like Pioneer Village at Lagoon, the cabins just look they don't look so miniature, but they are definitely people were just I don't know, littler back then, shorter. Like you know, they're. There, you're you're ducking your head down. I'm only five four and I you know you're kind of ducking your head down to get into the cabins or at this is the place park. Um, so I think the lore just kind of grew from that because the houses seemed small, but I didn't find anything. The, the, the most interesting like story I heard of someone that lived there um, was well one that he never saw. Any little people that lived there, um, he lived there. At, like I think it was in the nineties, um, and then just like every night, it was like around ten o'clock. Like you know, um, perfect timing. All of the high schoolers would come in, and and kind of the people that lived there would just ju- so well they would join in on the fun. But also, I think, was annoying because sometimes their property was damaged. Mm -hmm. So sometimes they would join in and just start, like, yelling and banging pots and pans together and pretending, kind of adding to the – to scare the high schoolers. And then I think there were times where, like, you know, a window would get smashed or something, and then they would be actually irritated and probably would throw things at their cars. But, uh, yeah, there wasn't – there wasn't any – I couldn't find, like, the – like, who – where that originated. Cause I remember, I mean, I remember in high school th- learning that it was, you know, a, a neighborhood of little people that, you know, didn't want to like live in the outside world or whatever. Like they didn't want to socialize with, with anyone else except each other. I, I don't know if that's what you guys heard, but that was, and I, I could not find the, the source of that of, I'm just assuming it's because those cabins were so small. And,
3: and and I also wondered if like the Allens, George Allen and his wife were smaller because everyone was smaller back then, right, too. And that's a good, yeah, who knows?
1: Oh, I was going to say, I just, I remember uh, friends in high school saying that they saw little people. And mm-hmm. so then, yeah, of course, yeah. I yeah. believed what everyone they said. Them. Well, I mean, they like, did,
3: not their friends, friends, neighbors, <laughs> uncles
1: <laughs> yes.
3: came out with pitchforks, right?
1: So. <laughs> yeah, totally.
3: Or, like just little forks because they were little people. That's
2: right.
1: <laughs> Regular size forks
2: here in Utah, we just love the legends and we love making things much bigger than they are. And so I don't know if that's a Utah thing or if that's just a human thing.
0: It's a cultural thing with Utah too.
3: Yeah, we get um. bored pretty easy. So <laughs> we make crap up. of Yeah. Fill our time, especially before the internet, right? And, and that's probably part of the reason why the legend of Hobbitville became because there's no way to fact check it, right? Exactly. So it just grows from there.
1: But. Yeah, it yeah it like had to have just been word of mouth back then mm-hmm. but that you guys have the same story that i had and um going it for digi- going to different schools um it's funny how word travels like that
2: i mean this is probably a whole episode in itself but just like what other legends are there that have just grown you you guys have covered a couple of them on your podcast as well like the bear lake monster
1: mm-hmm. oh yeah right? That's there one. there's the um the Rio Grande we talked about the Rio Grande uh Lady Purple Lady or whatever oh yeah my school uh sadly had a um uh Ted Bundy took one of our other students that went to my high school in the 60s oh. and mm. so we had um ted bundy trail (laughs) that was just like a made up it's like the story was that that's where he went uh there's no evidence of that ever happening um he did take someone from our school that's true but there wasn't and um they never found any evidence after that i think he i i don't even i don't remember it's one of those stories i kind of want to do but it's just so sad that i don't want to do it and and um teachers at my high school were students at the time so i had kind of heard like them talk about it a little bit but um but that was one thing we had Ted Bundy trail and then we also had Bigfoot trail which was actually lagoon trail if you ever there's a trail that goes behind lagoon that oh. basically like outlines the park but you're there's a lot of trees there's only a couple times where you can see into the park but it's maintained by lagoon and it it's all paved it's really pretty and it goes up to farmington pond um anyway at nighttime it's bigfoot trail <laughs> so we had like those cool. little things because people just,
3: see bigfoot
1: or... i think people dress up as bigfoot and then their friends see bigfoot i think that's what happens I, it, it just it's or like maybe re-
3: even less
2: than that is one person just said i'm gonna just say that i saw bigfoot and now everybody well, uses that same story
1: totally and i actually i they're, uh, on one part of the trail, you can see the animals that the you can't see when you're in Lagoon. Mm-hmm. So they have like bison and um, some other like bigger animals in the back that you can, they're just like a fence and they're right there. So I wonder if maybe kids saw the bison at nighttime and it just seemed like, like Bigfoot.
2: Bigfoot-ish.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Those were my high school ones. I'm tra- Sarah. Did you have well? Any- there's Skinwalker Ranch, which we did an yes. episode
2: right.
0: on also. Which I don't know if that's considered an that's urban real though. Legend.
3: That's all real.
0: It's real. There you go.
3: Yeah. It's, on, <laughs> it's on TV, so it has to um, be real.
0: Have you watched that show, the Skinwalker Ranch show on sci I've seen parts sci-fi? of it. I watched I something watched-
2: on Hulu about it. But yeah, interesting stuff. I
0: watched like maybe two episodes of the show, and it was just like too ridiculous for me. So. But yeah, I guess people believe that. So what if, well, Timpanogos has, we, yeah, yeah, I mean, there are those type of legends like at, uh, yeah, the legend of Timpanogus, the legend of the waterfall, like Bridal Veil Falls. We did
1: there's, an episode on that.
0: We did an episode mm-hmm. on that. So there's those type of Native American legends that I highly doubt were written by Native Americans, but <laughs> Um, Yeah, there's a few of those in Utah County, but I'm sure there's more. I just don't know.
1: Sarah was just too like whatever. I don't believe it. She doesn't believe in ghosts. I don't believe anything. She's, <laughs> she's too realistic. I'm a skeptic by nature. <laughs> yeah.
3: And you go wander through Hobbitville at night by yourself and see how? Yeah. You- <laughs> you gotta take oh, the also, I also challenge. scare
0: very easily about ridiculous things. So. She doesn't believe it, but she's a scaredy cat. Yeah, for sure.
2: I'm in the same. Well, I believe it, but I'm also a scaredy cat.
0: She's
2: so. asking <laughs> that me makes more having, sense. <laughs> walking through a haunted house with me.
1: Oh, I, <laughs> I refuse to do haunted houses. That would not work out well for anyone. Sarah lucked out that we didn't get to go to Frightmares last year because I was going to make her go. Because that's Don't what that. I like grew up doing It was Frightmares. So... Next, 2021.
2: We're fans of your podcast, and we demand that in 2021, (laughs) there's a Frightmares episode.
1: The people have spoken. We have to do it. These people have spoken. uh,
3: collaborate again and have (laughs) a video camera on Sarah and Brandon. No, just Sarah. (laughs) I I was pretty brave at Frightmares this year, I will say,
2: because it was less scary because they couldn't get close to you. That's true. yeah. It was the year to go for you, Sarah, and you missed out. Missed this was your out. chance to be like, "I am so brave."
1: That is true. Yeah, they had to like they had say. I mean, I guess they'd have to stay six feet mm-hmm. away. That's true. Yeah, yeah
2: they really did. It was very. Were unscary. you still, were you still scared it. though? Oh yeah, okay. yeah, of course. <laughs> but
1: did they have the yeah. um like seance thing? There was like a. So. It was a. You had to pay a little extra, no, but it was like a play. Didn't. Not that this was year. Like a Next
3: I, to the arcade, right?
1: Yeah, you had to be mm-hmm. close, close together. So I'm sure it would have been by the Arby's. To... Is that where they? Do no, it? you
3: know where the arcade is. Just oh. to that, if you're looking at the arcade, just to the right, there was the. You paid extra to go into Seance, right? A seance, yeah. yeah. Scary. Yeah, but it wasn't. I have seen like a uh,
2: hypnotist show there before, but that was. A long and
3: they weekend. didn't. I don't. Maybe no. They did. They did not during the summer. They didn't have their. Play over by the carousel with that little mm -hmm, singing production, but they did for Halloween. Even though they only let like ten people in at a time, it was interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah. So
3: it was it was a it was a weird year for Lagoon. It was actually kind of fun in some aspects because it was less crowded, at least at the beginning. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they do next year.
1: Yeah, what the what conditions are? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sarah's well, excited.
2: Yeah. Do you guys have any other facts about Hobbitville or Allen Park that you want to share?
0: Go I'm visit what if what you I, can. Yeah. Yeah, um, I need to go
2: visit still. I'm we usually try to go visit places. Actually happens more often than it should that we say, let's do this episode, and then we don't end up going and visiting the place until after we've recorded. <laughs> like we've done that.
1: We've like done the episode for like spiral jetty and then we went to visit the spiral jetty and then we forgot to talk about it for like five episodes and well, we're like, we went there we need to talk about it so we do we recaps at Alan the park. beginning yeah
0: oh yeah we did our ellen park episode we went and then we never talked about it
2: i'm I glad guess. we all have the same struggles we're not the only ones that we're not professional I, call no. these- I guess it's a utah thing <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes
2: well because you guys were so nice to do this um you know this episode with us i wanted to offer you a copy of the hobbit as a, a token of our appreciation
1: oh my gosh i love all of the things wow <laughs> you just tied into that thank
2: <laughs> you you got any other hobbit jokes i actually usually nate's the one that looks up jokes but i was like i'm gonna look up jokes this time my hobbit joke
3: you didn't get the Rudy yes
2: yes i remember
3: <laughs> <laughs> literally 10 minutes ago nate
2: <laughs> did you guys get a chance to use the bathroom when you were at Alan Park or at Hobbit? No. Ball? Is yeah, there but... one? Um, there is, but it's always occupied.
0: <laughs> oh. They literally coming in with the dad jokes.
2: <laughs> so what did the hobbits scream as they were riding the ants into battle against Isengard? Run, Forest, run.
0: Uh, the Ents uh, the Ents are the, the Ents big are trees. trees.
1: <laughs> yeah. Got okay. it, got it.
2: That's that's the only thing I know.
1: But nice. Anyway, I gotta those go. Are my... I gotta go watch these movies again. I mean, I know. <laughs> they're
0: are you guys, books Lord of the but... Rings fans. I used to when they first came out on like DVD. I constantly watched them, but it's been a while.
2: The and interesting I... thing about the Hobbitville thing is that wasn't even a movie. It was just a book. Like it was a popular book back then. But like my yeah, mom knew about Hobbitville, and that was way before the movies came out.
1: Yeah. 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 I want like I like I said, I, I didn't find anything. If you guys do an episode about it, like your own, let me know if you find out. But I couldn't figure out why where that originated from because yeah, the timing was off. I mean they books were around, like you said, but yeah. Wasn't necessarily super popular. All
2: cool. right. Well that's that's on park. Again, thank you guys for taking the time. Uh this was a lot of fun to hear about your experiences as you've done the podcast and it's fun we've been able to finally connect. We're we're big fans of you guys. So thanks for finally
3: gonna meet our sisters. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Brothers. Yeah. like brother podcast. Yep. Yeah. Well thank you guys so
1: much. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, thanks for having us. It was I I have done things because i've listened to your podcast like the draper lights a lot of christmas stuff the christmas street i was like okay i I didn't know about this stuff we weren't i didn't grow up in salt lake and i feel like i um that was really helpful during christmas and we took a break so we weren't even recording but yeah
2: cool then we've accomplished what we've set out to do so
1: yep exactly well done
3: thank you yeah. That means with you two, that's twelve listeners we have
2: now.
1: <laughs> you're
0: almost at our baker's dozen. So almost, yes. Almost there.
3: You didn't done it longer than us, so you're a
2: little bit further along, but we'll we'll eventually get to your guys' status.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you everyone for listening. We hope you enjoyed our little mashup with This Is a Place podcast. We had a lot of fun recording it with them and we might do more in the future. We'll see. Bye. Yeah, it was fun. It was great. Something different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But you can find us on Instagram at Utah Famous. We have a Facebook page that you are welcome to join. We are on Twitter at Utah Famous Pod. And you are always welcome to email us at utahfamous at gmail.com with comments or suggestions for upcoming episodes. Or if you want us to be on your
1: podcast (laughs) we now have been interviewed
0: exactly this is how we got connected with this is a place so anyways
1: awesome Awesome. thanks sarah see ya bye (laughs) Bye.
4: well i'm going back to you